0: What's up all you stars and says, this is former WWE dita and current First Lady of Ring of Honor, Maria Kanellis, and you are listening to WNS. You're
1: listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right, what's up everyone? I am Daniel here. I'm Tyler Abear. I'm Doug And <laughs> <laughs> we welcome you to episode 191 of the official podcast Whoa! For WrestlingNewSource.com For all yeah. the information, go to WrestlingNewSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, on YouTube, on YouTube, on YouTube, WrestlingNewSource Podcast
2: Podcast Podcast We're also on Stitcher, Player.fm, and Pod. Just search WrestlingNewsSource Podcast to find us
0: sure hope no one was trying to find us <laughs> Anywhere
2: on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> they don't find us. Why no, not? No,
0: no. um, yeah, on Twitter, we're at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel, and Tyler's at Tyler underscore Aber.
1: We're also on Twitch. Find us on uh, Twitch. Twitch.tv slash WNS Podcast as well. So we're on, bitch. We're all over the place. So, worldwide. We're if you want. So wel- no, we're not on Zeus. Uh, so, welcome to the show. We good, be. Well, I mean, we could, but I don't As know. A unit. I don't, I don't know too many people who would want to date a podcast. And
0: some people are into like, what is uh, polyamorous yeah, lifestyles?
1: They're into whatever. Yeah, they're like, yeah, that toaster looking pretty sexy.
2: <laughs> what's it? What's it called with those people that uh, fuck their own cars?
1: <laughs> I don't know, Tyler. <laughs> what do they call them? I don't
2: know. I saw it on the TV where this person that was like, I took his true life. They had like people that like. Yeah, has something weird? Was or, he like I don't know? But I don't know. He was like making out with the the car. I don't know. Probably putting I mean, something like, in the
1: tailpipe. I don't know. Would that be like <laughs> the back door and like the gas can? You know, the gas. I don't know. Okay, let's, let's get, out, get of out of that yeah. topic.
3: God, so are, are
0: you, you guys uh, equating polygamists <laughs> with people who fucking inanimate objects? <laughs> don't know I think that you are I think think (laughs) think if you find that you rewind the show about a minute and a half to two minutes (laughs) you equated polygamists with people who will fuck I think we've just
1: scared off any new (laughs) listeners that we've gotten uh, but for those of you who are uh, Returning and sticking around <laughs> Thank you very much We appreciate it As uh, We're nearing episode 200 The big one Right around the corner We'll be here before you know it yeah. So uh, so if you have any favorite moments From our past episodes ma- Make sure you let us know about it And we'll try and uh, put together A little something Either at the Somet- end something. Either at the end of episode 200 Or sort of like how we did With episode 100 Put them, you know Mix them in so, uh,
0: Interspersed
1: Yes so uh so episode yeah. two hundred is exactly it's nothing a, but a clip. It's show.
2: one it's one hundred. We just put it as two hundred.
1: Yes. So um so welcome to the show. We got gonna talk about your feedback, dive into raw, which a lot of fans seem to be unhappy with. Uh hot topics and QA as well. Uh so how you guys doing? Y'all hanging in there? A little tired. Yeah. Did you have a good Labor Day weekend?
2: It was all right. Yeah, not too shabby. Laid
1: back. Laid back. Got to play some video games. um, Had some fun playing on playing each other uh, in WWE 2K14. 2K15. I am terrible at that game and rage quit. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) so. uh, But yeah, I mean, we had a lot of fun doing it. Um, Be on the lookout for more of those as we'll uh, be streaming on Twitch. uh, So definitely make sure you check that out. Twitcher. Twitcher, Right. Sure. So, uh, with that being said, let's dive on into some of the feedback that we got. First one's coming to us from 123-MDF-456-Sam. Saying, I don't think Cena's going to tap at Night of Champions. After, a beating, after the beating he took at SummerSlam, I expect a strong showing. Tapping out wouldn't really accomplish much for Lesnar, as Doug said, or for the fans. The people who are who already hate Cena would just boo louder, while the people who like Cena would probably feel sympathetic. Maybe if Cena tap to another superstar like Daniel Bryan, it would be a bigger deal. For me, the big Hogan heel turn moment of this generation was the streak ending. I'm sure I'll never forget. I'm sure I'll never forget that pissed-off feeling I had for the rest of my life. So, so not too bad. Um, so, a lot of people, um, from what I saw, a lot of people were siding were on, uh, you know, Doug, Doug with your opinion as well as yours, Tyler, which is totally fine. Um, so, yeah. So, we'll have to see how it plays out at uh, at Night of Champions.
0: Clearly, I agree with them because they agreed with me. So. They agree, yes, they agreed with you. I don't know if I need to add anything other than a that. A man
1: of the people. So <laughs> uh, next bit of feedback we have is from Richard saying the leader of the C Nation has given everything to us, the WWE universe. He will never tap out to Lesnar and will regain the WWE World Heavyweight Championship and tie Ric Flair. Cena Ty <laughs> Ric Flair. Cena haters, you can't stand Cena while the C Nation can't stand you. Word Life, H L R you can't stop Cena.
0: Completely honestly, I don't know if this guy's trolling or not. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Die Hard fan or troll?
0: yeah i don't know i mean like i i like cena uh more than most apparently but uh yeah i don't know if that guy is trolling or what
1: so yeah but uh but thanks for the feedback regardless we Thank certainly you for appreciate. listening, man. yeah thanks for taking the time to, to check it out that or you just saw the topic and commented right away so uh either way thanks for checking it out um
0: appreciate it yeah
1: so time to dive on into Raw. Um, I I didn't get to catch the first hour. I know Tyler, you said uh, you were unable to catch the first hour as well. Uh, so we'll kind of just you know zoom through that, unless you know there's something big that Doug would like to you know discuss. Um, but it seemed for the most part like I was watching it, and like I came in in the second hour, and I just I was not very entertained um, by this episode. There were just a lot of things that. Uh, you know just little things that I was nitpicking that I just wasn't wasn't really digging. Um,
0: I gotta I gotta say something. I, okay. I'm a little bit worried. I know Tyler is officially on the record as being burnt out and I'm a little bit worried that you may be getting burnt out yourself.
1: No, I'm not getting burnt out. It's just you know I would I'd like to see a little bit better quality than what we saw this week. Um, but for this for this week I just you know uh, I didn't have my timing right as far as stuff that I was doing.
0: Um, well, no, no, like, I mean, shit happens. Life, yeah. life gets in the way of your fun. I mean, like, right. that's not. I just you're like, you're like this because uh, we were talking in the room as you we were typing up the notes, and you're just like, this was a piece of shit. And I was like, I don't think it was that bad. But uh, I mean, I guess maybe you you're more in line with the uh, general consensus this week of people sort of like hating the show. I, I mean, I, it was for sure uneventful, but I, mm-hmm. I I didn't think it was like this. Abysmal abomination! I don't know that people <laughs> thought it was. I guess I don't mm. know. I was just a little worried. I was like, guys, get, we, do we need to take a break or something? No, I mean, you know, I would just.
1: <clears throat> I feel like they're putting too much negative things into the story. I I think I think my biggest gripe is the whole Nikki Bella and Brie Bella segment, and that is just driving me insane. You know, like
2: you mean from what I I saw of Raw, like the only thing that, I mean, I disliked Was the Bella stuff, but other yeah. than that, I mean, from what I saw, it was, you yeah, know, all right.
0: I mean, it was just. It was for sure, like, not a. There was nothing great on the show. I'm not, I'm not arguing this is like an. This was an awesome Raw that was, like, uh, people are completely wrong about. I just mm-hmm. thought it was like your average Raw where nothing was too great, but nothing was too shitty either. I mean. Mm.
1: I mean, I just felt like it was very mediocre. Like, I feel like there wasn't really a whole lot of. In the, in the two hours that I watched, I didn't feel like there was a whole lot of story progression. Um, the, the matches were unnecessary. Um, I don't know. It's just, it didn't, I was, I mean, if they're trying to build toward this, towards this giant great rematch, they need to have a rest of the card to build towards, and I don't, I don't feel like they got enough accomplished this week to help progress those stories.
0: All right. Well, fair enough. I just I was a little worried. No, I was like, guys, we need to take a break or something. No, I mean, like
1: I was, you know, I was watching Raw and I was sitting next to my girlfriend and she's like, God, the, you know, this is this isn't any any good. You know, and she's she's watched a few episodes of Raw with me and stuff like that. And we've, we've discussed it. And, you know, most of the time I'm like, yeah, you know, they're just having an off night. But this one, I'm just I was sitting there going, I am just not I wasn't enjoying myself. So, um,
0: right on. I was just, I was a little worried. Yeah. I thought i bring it up. <laughs> so no worries, I feel, Doug. I feel like, I mean, like I felt because I was prepared to be like, Do you guys, you guys want to break. I mean, you guys both feel like you, maybe you want to break. <laughs> and I was like, my only concern is if we took a break for a few weeks or something to let you guys recharge the batteries and escape, I was like, I li- I'm a guy who listens to a lot of podcasts and I know when like, sometimes podcasts miss because like, it's inevitable. Like you can't miss it. But yeah. like when the one like we get sick or out of town, right? But like when podcasts start, like we need a breaker, or we need to like we're just gonna like, you know, like we're just gonna recharge our batteries. Right, we'll that's be, where we'll I, be
1: back. Don't worry, yeah. and like in like two weeks we'll be back. And then right. it's like that's when it goes down three down. months later.
0: Yeah, we are we are coming back. Don't worry. We just got to take care of some. Well, things even if you come back, it's like. Once are like no, not Once back. you miss one, like if you have a schedule as a podcast, if once you miss one that is not a necessity to miss, it's mm-hmm. like, well, we we did it that one time, we can do it this time. Yeah,
1: like the, it becomes more recurring. It's like a snowball thing. Yeah. It's like it's like skipping out on gym day or something. Right. It's like, <laughs> oh, you're not going I back. Go. You're not going I didn't back. have time. You know, I, I'm going back though. Don't worry. And then you're just like you're sitting at home. You've gained twenty pounds, and you're like. I better cancel my subscription to the gym. So <laughs> I don't but go no. to the gym anymore. People yeah, I just didn't tell damn. anyone. But no, like even even if we completely stop doing this podcast, I would still continue to watch Raw each and every week. Because that's what I did before the podcast. That's what I'm gonna do after the podcast.
0: Sure. I mean that's um, I mean
1: So I just like I like that we get to do this and, you know, voice right. our opinions on just it. A little so, worried. A yeah, little we'll no, worried, I guess. Yeah, no worries. Right. No worries. I'm I'm still here with you So um so, yeah, so we kicked things off with the highlight reel with Chris Jericho, Triple H, Randy Orton Kane, and Seth Rollins all in suits, all suited well, up. Well, I for thought it was supposed reel. to be just uh, Jericho with Orton. That's what you thought, but it turns out Triple well, H leading the pack. Go ahead, uh, Doug. Yeah, I mean, that's
0: that's how it was uh, set up, and um, Jericho kicked it off solo calling out Orton, but they came out as a group. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It was, um, I... Jericho's doing the uh his baby face routine where he's like sort of like annoying on purpose, you know what I mean mm-hmm. where he does he's the he's that guy and that just Come doesn't on, baby! yeah that that just doesn't get over with me anymore like I'm at a different point in my life, like I'm so far removed from where that could ever be effective for me. Did he yeah. say welcome to raw is jericho? I mean he did the greatest hits. he did the baby face greatest hits. <laughs> shut stuff. the hell
1: up he is the Ayatollah rock and roll. And-
0: yeah, it's just generally sort of Again. annoying, you know and unlikable. And uh, I don't know. So the authority came out uh, in mass and um, they sort of started um, arguing amongst, not arguing, it didn't start as an argument amongst themselves, but they were sort of saying like, they were both saying how they would, uh, how they should have a shot at Brock or like, Mm -hmm. or or a case for them to have a shot at at Brock. And um, Rollins was pretty over. Of course it was his hometown. So Our home uh, state yeah. yeah, home state whatever. Iowa
1: but uh Des Moines
0: I thought it's, Moines and of state. course, Cena came out to uh to be like, you know what what is this bullshit? Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, he, basically Hunter was saying he didn't know if he was gonna give uh Cena his rematch after all this, and uh Cena was like, you know what the fuck um that's my rematch you've already granted it. you can't go back on it now. And he's like, I'll sue you if you don't, and then <laughs> I'll become CEO and then I'll give you know whatever. Which, when he said that, I was like, well, that feels pretty whack for Cena to say. I was like, that's very un like I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but... He'll turn him in! Well, no, it's <laughs> just, they used it, though. They used it in the storyline, which is why I was okay with it. Yeah. Because I thought it was just very uncharacteristic of him. But then Hunter says, well, look, man, you're so shooken up by this. Like, you're threatening to do things like Sue. That's not the John Cena-like way or whatever. So it's fine. I thought it was a... It's an interesting way to... Um, Maybe mix up his character a bit if mm-hmm. if they're gonna follow through with it. So I don't know. Um, I guess it's sort of like where you uh, where do they go from here? Right. I mean, not where do they go, but uh, if they maintain that um, nuance in his character, at least for the duration of this feud or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of interesting, and there's also something that I was sort of uh sort of bothered me is all the guys uh, like Triple H basically granted. Uh, Lesnar the shot right so like he remember the whole plan b of the like when yeah. that was plan C or whatever right but uh but now he's acting as if like he has a problem like he doesn't want Lesnar as the champ like Lesnar's <laughs> the maverick right like he they don't Lesnar doesn't I don't answer have him under my thumb
1: therefore he's a problem
0: right mm. so but he knew that going in whenever he mm-hmm. was yeah. it was he was it worth the risk to him just to have the title off Cena I don't know so the way they're talking about it, it's real weird. So, um, but he hasn't like, but there has been no interaction between triple H and Lesnar to lead me to believe that triple H has a problem with Lesnar as a champ right now. Like you have to show me, you can't just be.
2: They just brought this out of nowhere. Right.
0: They didn't show or tell really. They just sort of alluded to like, oh, he by the way guys, <laughs> well, all the, like Kane was like, Oh, I should get a shot. Orton's like, I never got my rematch from mania or before mania. And then, Les and, uh, Rollins was like, hey, plan B, I got the case, you know, let me know. And um it was real weird. Like <laughs> show me that you have a problem with Lesnar as champ if you're gonna go that
2: way. Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't know, that's like
2: wreck all those fools.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he suddenly is looking to like push Lesnar out.
1: Yeah. So.
0: I don't know, it was weird.
1: Maybe it's because he's not on Raw every night. He's like, that's not best for business.
0: Well, I mean, but that's all stuff he would have been aware of when he graded hmm. the
3: shot, right? So, so, give
0: me a little, show strange. me a little something of Triple H trying to interact, and then Lesnar just not playing ball. He's like,
1: basically, him. give me a reason why I I feel this way.
0: Just show me why you suddenly looking for people to beat him, right? Right. Because as of you know, since Daniel Bryan, you're just looking for someone to beat all the champs. You don't want you. Didn't, you're not happy with anybody so far. Yeah. And at least. With Daniel Bryan and with Cena, they, like, made up a reason why mm-hmm. he had a problem. So, give me a pro- why you have a problem with Lesnar. Why are you looking for your guys to dethrone Lesnar?
1: Right. So, I guess he just wants his guys to be on top. One of his guys or something. Who knows? But, uh, mm. but yeah. So, uh, also, Roman Reigns came down uh, after Orton called him out saying, I'll drop him where he stands or something along those lines. Uh, and that prompted a six-man tag match to be the main event of Raw. So, I actually um, did
0: like the... Uh, Excuse me. I actually did like the um Roman Reigns stuff where, where he said Orton, like you said, Orton said, Oh, he come out here, I'll drop him where he stands, and then Roman just comes out and is like, Here I am, drop me where I stand. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm I'm cool with that. Like, did yeah. he get
1: on the mic and say that? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well that's good. So um so yeah, so I mean um it's an interesting way to start off uh start off raw. We thought we were gonna get a Chris Jericho Randy Orton feud. Um Who the fuck wanted that though? Yeah. <laughs> I was I fans to,
0: do oh. I was to say someone out there I would have been so tired and uninspired
1: yeah. so uh so next up we got to see a uh, a tag match uh featuring Cesaro and the Miz with uh Damien Sandow in his corner going up against Dolph Ziggler and Sheamus um Cesaro and Miz end up getting the win but
0: uh uh I gotta say this was probably my favorite match of raw I like really enjoyed this mm. um of course you got Sheamus and Cesaro and those guys are really excellent at what they do, so you know they're gonna add to a match. Um those are your stable mates there, Tyler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh well I retract uh, <laughs> but uh no but um uh, in particular I enjoyed Miz's work here and, and and I'm not gonna come here and say like, you know, look out for Miz, he's on the upswing. Like I'm not saying Miz is a is a great or even uh, okay wrestler. I mean I mean he is an okay wrestler. I'm not I'm not saying like, oh, watch out, Mrs. You know, Reckon. This shop. is his time to shine, right? I, he's not that good, but what they've done is they've found a way to make they've found a way to shake up his character a bit and make that work to his advantage. Hmm. So uh, basically, it looks as if Sandow is like a like a part of his stable, or not stable, but Sandal's. Sort of like his stuntman slash lackey slash <laughs> yes man, mm-hmm. and I really like that spot for Sandow right now. He was very directionless, and I have no problem with him being here. I sort of like them together. I thought it came off really well. They had a little like director's chair for Miz or ringside, and had a <laughs> ma- they had a makeup girl who was putting makeup on him. And uh, the, the there was real makeup. real solid work from from um, Seamus and Cesaro and Ziggler, and then. Uh, but the match was really about getting like the Miz's new shit over mm-hmm. and, it, and it worked out really well because he's not just doing the don't hit me in the face, although he's doing don't hit me in the face and he's finding more clever ways of doing don't hit me in the face. He mixed it up. He's, he, he did it about three different ways in the match, which huh. is better than that. I'm just going to take a powder outside and yeah. try to punch me. He did it a few unique ways and they even worked it into the finish or not to, to the finish. But How they, did
2: the Cesaro and Miz get along?
0: I mean, it was pretty much non-existent like uh, Miz like. Miz went out, sat in his chair, and was like, uh, "Calling in Sandow as his stunt double." And uh, <laughs> stunt, Sandow's so like, going, a, "Sandow like it. Sandow rips his shit off, and he's got the identical Miz tights on." So
2: <laughs> well, so that's that's something that you like because they're keeping it; they're not
0: dropping it. Yeah, yeah, I'm into the. That's what I'm saying. I'm into it. Uh, I think it's it's good for both of these guys because yeah. they've both been pretty still and directionless. But uh, but but Sandow doesn't actually interfere. He get he and. It was really great because he's like action and like, I mean Sandell says action for himself and he goes to get in, but he doesn't interrupt the match. But Ziggler starts attacking him and and, but he but he didn't do anything although other than try to get in the ring. And then Miz comes from behind and hits the skull skull crushing finale on him for the for the W. So I like the finish. Hmm. I like there. Look guys, I'm not trying to say Miz is hot shit. What I'm trying to tell you is that. They found something that can work for him a lot better. That it's a little bit fresher than what he's been doing. They found a spot for Sandell, and I sort of enjoy like what they're doing. I'm eager to see where they take. He's it. not just coming out and going really, yeah, really, right. really. So yeah, it's I, something new. To be completely honest, this is my favorite match overall, and it had a lot to do with, of course, Cesar and Sheamus doing good work. But mm-hmm. th- the story of the match was really about the Miz and like them getting the new gimmick over. Nice, pretty
3: so we'll cool. Have to,
1: we'll have to see how this continues to evolve. So uh, Cesaro and Miz do end up getting the uh, getting the win. But next up, we got a segment called "Growing Up Bella." It's you know pre pre segment where uh, Nikki is just bad mouthing Brie, saying, "Oh, you know she."
0: They both got nose jobs. You can tell. They yeah. show old photos of them. They, their noses are much wider. <laughs> and I'm not talking shit. I mean, do what makes you happy. I'm just saying it's like mm-hmm. super apparent. Like, yeah.
1: They both have nose jobs. No, they just grew into their body. And Nikki finally blossomed oh. and... so I'm not saying Burlough. they were...
0: I'm not saying they weren't uh-huh. attractive girls before. I'm just saying it was... It's, it's apparent it's, that they've changed. It's very apparent that they've got nose
1: jobs. <laughs> so, um... So, Doug, what were your thoughts on this growing up Bella segment? Because we had three of these over the course of Raw. I saw two of them and I was like, what the hell am I watching?
0: Remind me, it was the prom, prom, the car
1: crash. Drop out of school or or she was going to fail or something.
0: Yeah, Yeah, there was the she stole her prom date. She took her exams to pass uh, high school for her because she was going to fail. And then she switched driver's license and pretended to be Nikki when she crashed the car. Now, they're showing like. Real photo- photos of uh, them, and uh, I don't know if, like, the crashed car was, like, actually their car. Or they whatever, found but, it online right. or or something. It could very well be stock photos, but... Uh, 1989 car
1: crash. Right, but they had, like,
0: prom picks and stuff, and I, I mean, it was basically just the whole thing was she saying, like, she's outing brief for all this, like, crazy stuff that she has done to her.
1: It was her fault that she didn't almost pass. She should be thankful to me. Because
0: I it seemed like a little better though, For her.
2: I mean, it's still the cheesy acting, but it seemed a little. Well, yeah, more because it was pre taped it wasn't live.
1: They probably had a person doing it line by line. So,
0: honestly, guys, I don't. I mean, I don't think this is for us. I mean, like, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm happy to see like a women's spot get a prominent feature on the show. I don't know that we've ever seen this uh, prominent of an angle, yeah, uh, as far as women go. I think that's fantastic, but uh, it's just like the what the storyline consists of just doesn't appeal to me, like right. personally. And uh, it doesn't does not help that they're not very good actresses. <laughs> um,
1: that's the part that drives me nuts the most. Yeah,
0: but here's the thing: like they didn't they're they didn't sign up to be actresses. I mean, like I mean, I'm sure people will shit talk their wrestling, but they're they're not necessarily here to be actresses. I mean, yeah, I think there's I think there is a difference between cutting a promo and acting.
3: Mm-hmm. I think
0: um I don't think that's the same ballpark but uh I think they're like asking a little bit more from them than just promos which is sort of weird and it's not good I'm not defending it I'm just right. saying like it's cool to see them um donate time and resources to getting a women's angle over yeah. to this level but I just but I don't think it's for I mean I don't think it's supposed to be for us anyway I mean I think it's I think this is what they're hoping appeals to like a total Divas audience mm-hmm. that's going to turn in and see this just, In all honesty, I mean...
1: Yeah, I mean, I see, I see where you're coming from, but, like, it just seems way too soap opera-ish, you know? Sure. Like, and I know that...
0: That's sort of how... I mean, Tolediva's a pretty soap opera Yeah.
1: Too. And so I know, I know that that's... Some of the writers that they have do write for soap operas and stuff. So that's, you know, that's right up their alley. But it's just, like, the delivery for it is so bad yeah. that it just detracts me from having any interest whatsoever at all because I don't know like like I said last week and I said it on, on Twitter this week I feel like they're just auditioning for a play and it's you know you miss Kelly Kelly no <laughs> I don't miss her one bit but that doesn't mean that I don't like this
0: I don't like this at all I'm certainly not defending it it's good I'm just yeah. saying uh I have my suspicions about why it's playing out this way and yeah you know, I mean
1: it's it's material for total divas sure and that's and that's what it is. That's all it is, you know? That's why we get to if see If you it. notice... going to be a major shake-up.
0: Tyler, I was thinking about this because they had an, another Divas match uh, later in the... Well, the Brie-Nikki stuff wasn't a match, mm-hmm. but they had, a. Had like, a uh, tag or trios. I can't remember. Trios. But if you notice, Tyler, I think the whole... This whole season, the whole angle is going to be all the pairs that were together are fighting each other because, you know, they split the Funkadactyls up between seasons and they split the Bells up between seasons. Mm-hmm. So all the people who were close are going to be fighting amongst themselves. I was going to say, who's going to be so close? So drama Guess backstage. Guess what, is Red and Gold are
1: going to be back together? No, because <laughs> they fought in the six-person
0: match. Damn it. And so, Rosa, uh,
1: she's going to be God. with someone.
0: So maybe they're going to mix it up. Like, maybe uh, one of the Funkadactyls is going to... Be best friends with one of the Bellas, and maybe the the opposite will pair or something. I don't know. We're going to
2: have two buses. It's going to be separate, and no one can take a shits.
1: Yeah. But um, I guess we can go ahead and talk about that, the the Divas, six-person, six-woman match. Um, I originally think that Rosa Mendez was hired just to be, you know, valet. valet. Yeah, um, because I watched the matchup um, on YouTube. The mm-hmm. very short match of it was like under two minutes for the whole thing to happen. Um and Rosa looked looked very green. Like this was her first match ever, it seemed.
0: Um I mean I it's know. definitely not, but like Well, I mean I'm not the, again, I'm not defending. You her. might
1: be able to count on a hand sure. you know, how many matches that she's had.
0: I know for sure she's been in a match before. I, yeah. Maybe I'm mistaken, maybe I'm thinking it wrong. I mean I know she's who knows.
1: But I I think she was hired strictly for valet, you know. Go out there, support your guys, look good, you know. But...
0: They're probably going to ask, I mean, they're probably like, look, if you're going to do Total Divas, you're going to have to be more than just... like,
1: Yeah, you know, like, we got to get you in the ring and so we can show it in a highlight reel or something. Right. You in action. And so, like, the thing is, she's been on the roster for five, maybe six years or so, give or take. Sure. Um, Are they going to try and pass her off as new, as a veteran, as oh, hey, I'm just new to the cast, or...
0: I don't think they'll take the time to establish her at all, really. She's just going mean, to be ma- there? Maybe once Total Divas runs around. Hey, rolls I'm around.
1: Rosa. I'm the new... <sighs> right. New Diva. New
0: blood. I don't yeah. Know. Uh oh, oh, okay, on Total Divas. I thought you meant on Raw or SmackDown or whatever. No,
1: for Total Divas. Yeah, I don't
0: know. That's weird. I don't know.
1: Oh. So weird. But so anyway. are
0: you, like are you turned off by the whole idea that they are (sighs) producing content that's going to – it feels like they're producing content that is shooting directly for an e-network audience to come in and check out Raw. Does that, like, turn you off altogether?
1: Yeah. I don't –
0: I mean, I think that's fair. I mean, I don't think it's, like, sexist or bullshit. I mean, it's kind of like it's, like, that's not really what this is. I it's mean, like you
1: can you can tell when they're switching it off, right? You know, it's like oh, they're doing this for the show.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel because I, I I know like not everything like not everything on the show is for everybody, and it right. never has been really. I mean, there are segments of time where well, <laughs> where it has for everybody. been. But <laughs> I'm just it's just weird, right? Like mm. I don't know. Like I don't know how I feel about it. Like. I think it's cool that they're doing like a prominent women's angle. I just like it just doesn't appeal to me on any level, like right. the content of the angle. I don't know. The angle and of the I mean, angle.
1: And I mean it's like you said, it's great that they're having a women's angle, you know, this involved, uh, you know, getting this much attention. But they should have used different people for this. Like people who can go out and cut a promo. But see, you
0: know? where I'm coming from and even where I feel like you're coming from is even if they were you would feel better about it if they, you thought there were better actresses, like or if they I, had better delivery to where
1: I could buy into it a little bit. Right, I'd, I'd be like, yeah, okay, sure. Okay, I, I would have, I, I would have less of a problem.
0: I'm sort of talking about content-wise. you feel like this is an angle that's just not for your demographic at all? Like it's not trying to, be, which it isn't. It really isn't. No. So, but, it, but okay, bitter
1: twin sisters and okay. all that. You know, right.
0: But like, fair enough. It's just, you know, it's like when
1: you watch a bad movie. And you're like, I can't follow this because the acting is sure, so bad, the CGI is so awful. You know, right. like I can't, I can't get involved in this because I can't believe in it. You know, um, it's just one of those things. You're just like sitting there, just God, what am I? What, what is this? You know. But if I, if they had, you know, like like we've said for weeks, the way that Stephanie can go out and portray herself and her delivery is so believable. Or, it looks like or they more believable. True. Sure,
3: sure. No, she's good at what she
0: does. Yeah, though, for sure. But
1: then you put Nikki and Brie out there where they're like, You were the one who did that to me, and I won't forgive you Which unless just, you quit. So I guess they. So had...
0: quit! Get out of here! And let me tell you something about you that you don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I'm not defending it. It's good. I'm I guess they've got
2: those Stephanie in there to help. The whole situation. Well, what I
0: felt like they did was Steph. Did you feel like they planted a Stephanie AJ thing? Like they planted the seed for that, like yeah. down the line. You could tell, like this could be because even
1: backstage, Triple H was like, "Why would you want to get back in there? You know, you you won your match. Don't don't do anything else." Yeah. She's like, "No, I kind of want to go out there
0: and I feel like they definitely. I would not be surprised to see AJ Stephanie because yeah. they totally planted this. It's, oh, it absolutely. seemed like int- totally intentional.
1: Hi, boss lady. Yeah. But like,
2: <laughs> I don't know how I feel about mixing all of this yeah it's like bella's aj and Paige.
1: i mean more than likely where we're leading where it's leading to for night of champions is either a fatal four-way or a five-person match with stephanie involved i don't know just throwing that out there as a wild card bitches yeehaw so, who knows but uh but yeah so we did get to see rosa cameron and eva versus uh summer ray layla and naomi this ended a no contest after all they, they all just pounced on one another and kicked the hell out of each other and that was thrown out. They did finisher and finisher and played the total diva's theme song instead of one of the actual diva's theme songs. So um so yeah, all just to play for the show. Uh next up we got to see Big Show and Mark Henry going up against Harper and Rowan, uh replay of what happened, I believe, last week. So um yeah. that's that's another one of the things that's starting to kind of bug me a little bit about the the content that we're seeing. It's you know they'll have a match on main event and then they'll do the same match on smackdown and if that works then they'll have it on raw so it's like you're seeing you're seeing a lot of repetition uh, here lately
0: sure but I, I feel like they they want everybody to watch all the shows but I feel like all they do
1: is plug what happened on raw on the other well, shows
0: I, I think the I, they would hope that everyone would watch every show but I don't think the reality is that the majority of their audience watches every show. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. I mean it's evident in the ratings. Like Raw clearly has a higher rating than others. So Yeah. I don't know. So I feel like, yeah I don't know. Only guys like us who watch all the shows like <laughs> may like feel that way, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. But like even, you know, even from Raw to Raw, we're seeing a lot of repetition. We saw the same tag match that we saw last week with Big Show and Mark Henry and Harper and Rowan.
0: Yeah, but I feel like this is different, and it it's actually something. First, okay, I didn't, I wasn't feeling this particular match just because I feel like we've seen better from these two teams, mm-hmm. and I especially expect a lot. I've I have, I've have high expectations for Mark Henry and for Luke Harper because I think both those guys are really fucking good at what they do. Yeah. So I felt disappointed I was a little disappointed that I didn't get what I like. I want with those two guys, mm-hmm. and um. But I, there's sort of like a, there is that for sure some repetition. I'm not going to argue that, but so, particularly with these these two teams and Mark Henry and Rusev, they're sort of layering this like, uh, this build that they don't do to like too often. Where it's like usually they're like this this guy is is arguing or is feuding Feeding. with this guy, so we're going to see that every week, or we're going to see him him interfere in the other guy's match, yeah. but it's exclusive to those two. But they're this is being much more presented like Mark Henry and big show are trying to do their thing as a tag team and Rusev. Now Mark Henry did come out and be like, like tell him to shut up, like yeah. you know, whatever. But he, they never actually like did anything, but mm-hmm. they're sort of now Rusev's interfering in the tag matches. And it's, it's not pre- it, It's not presented as if straightforward, like Mark Henry and Rusev are going to feud. It's like, it was presented as Mark Henry said, shut the fuck up, you're being mm-hmm. stupid. And he went back about his business as a tag competitor right. trying to you know further that, and then Rusev sort of... So it's like Mark Henry is doing his normal thing. It's not just like he didn't have tunnel vision on Rusev or whatever. Right. I sort of like that, how they're sort of... Rusev's... It interfered. does have a different feel to right. it. Sort so of like, now
1: Rusev's like, oh, you want to say something to me? Well, I'm going to mess with you.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely been built a little... Differently than they've they've been doing things lately.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and then you know later on in the night when uh, Rusev had his match and Mark Henry comes out, you know, and talks back to him. And then later on we see Mark Henry and Big Show talking. They're like, you know, Big Show's like, "Hey man, you know, we gotta stay focused on our thing, but you know, if you gotta go and I know, ain't mad at you. Yeah, I'm not mad, but if you gotta go, do what you gotta do, man. Right. You know, I'll be there to back back you up. And Henry's like, "No nah, man, like this is something I gotta do for me." And my country, i from America, so um, so yeah, so I like I like what they're doing with Mark Henry, you know, seeing him pull sort of a double duty kind of thing, and you know, like well, like I feel like said. he's
0: so he's so fucking underrated. That it's nice to see him like use so liberally, like yeah, it's like oh, we're gonna use him twice, like, yeah, hey, why not?
1: Yeah. So um, but yeah, so Big Show and uh, Mark Henry end up defeating Harper and Rowan via disqualification after Rusev does come out and deliver a. Uh, a super kick to Mark Henry, so after that we got to see one of those um growing up Bella moments that everyone was so fond of um Then we got to see Paul Heyman come out and cut a promo on John Cena and Brock Lesnar um I don't think this was this was one of uh Paul Heyman's strongest promos. I know like we have praised his work uh, time and time again, but i I didn't really get that vibe this time it was more of sort of a just a Here's, a, here's something to hold you off until we get closer to Night of Champions kind of thing. Um, and he did it from the stage, so he didn't do it from the ring. So, I mean, nothing terrible, but not the best. Sure. So, um, after that, we got to see Jack Swagger with a returning Zeb Coulter uh, finally coming back, going up against Curtis Axel. He's going up against Curtis Axel, no Ryback. Because uh, Ryback is out. So Swagger's a face, or he's trying to be a face. He's yeah, full-fledged face now, I guess. I don't Um, know about
0: that. I'm surprised how even with the cheap, like the cheap heatness of like using America, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm still surprised how how over he's managed to be even in defeat. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's weird.
3: I mean, one power people thing is helping him more than anything. I
0: mean, it's it's totally cheap heat, but. I mean fuck if it works it works I mean yeah. it doesn't you can't really
1: so but yeah like I said uh, Ryback is out he's going to be out for for a while he's had, having to have surgery
0: Did you um, did you watch that video? Did. did you think he was working or do you think he was that really drugged happened? up?
1: With him you'd never know. Right. He's what? sort of a goofy dude. He posted a video he's in the he's in a hospital bed and you can hear the dude you know, you can hear the heart machine and all that, and he's got the tube in his nose, and he's got, like, the the cap on his head, which, why you need it for a, for a person who's bald is beyond me. But, uh, you know, he's like, Hey, WWE Universe, it's the big guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's telling people, you know, I've been working injured the last few months, and unfortunately it's taken its toll. I have to have, you know, some a procedure done. I'm going to be out for a while, but I'll, I'll be back, you know, better than ever. You know, and then he... Kind of like fades off, you know.
0: Well, yeah, like a, he had some like quirky line about how he's still gonna be back for the, all the, for all the fans, and uh, he's like the the, the moms <laughs> of the fans or something, and he's like, and then he they had, all love the big guy, right? He's like, you know, the moms love the big guy.
3: <laughs>
0: it was kind of quirky that made me feel like did he just like do up a little cute video before he was gonna be out for a while, yeah. or if he was really on the gas and they were like, <laughs> I mean, not the. No, not not the steroid gas, the other like yeah. knockout gas. No, because I I uh, I subscribed to his channel
1: and went back and watched a video or two of his, and like he's walking through Walmart and he's like, oh man, it's hot out, out outside in Vegas, and man, I might need to go swimming. Oh, what's this? And he turns the camera and it's like a WWE beach towel, mm-hmm. and it's got Ryback. He's like, yep, they still love the big guy, you know, <laughs> and that's. And that's the end of the video. So he's got all kinds of stuff well, on I just it. Say
0: it was perfectly timed to where he like passed out then. So yeah. I was like, <laughs> uh, he's got to be working, right? Oh,
1: he's out now. So know, And who is, was filming it?
0: That shit is super fast, though, because uh, when I was uh, about seven or eight, I had my tonsils taken out. And uh, when they put the fucking gas thing on me, they're like, okay, start counting backwards from a 100. Uh, back to, to 1, and when you wake up, a balloon is going to be blown up. Or, like, or no, not when you wake up. They said start counting backwards from 100 to 1. When you get to 1, there's going to be a balloon that's blown up. I'm like, okay. It's like, um, I remember getting to, like, 95, and I was just like, that's the last thing I remember. So, <laughs> I know, of course, I'm a lot, an 8-year-old me is a lot smaller than Ryback, but yeah, I was out, bit. like, a fucking light. So, maybe, I mean, maybe so, you know.
1: Well, I'll, I'm going to go on the parts that, you know. I think he was working. It, yeah, he was working that part, but. You know, he was sincere in what he was saying sure. as far as I'm going to be out for a while. So kind of tough, tough break for him because, you know, Ry Baxel was finally starting to get a good reaction from the crowd. and It's like, oh, now he you had gotta... that
0: one night in Las Vegas. That yes. have, like, he actually had to tell him to stop stop <laughs> cheering
3: me.
1: Everyone likes the big guy. <laughs> uh, there was another video on his on his YouTube page of him eating a Buffalo Wild Wings, the hot challenge, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Blazing Wings challenge. And then, like he's sitting there, and there's like two other guys sitting around him. I guess they're like having a competition to see who can eat them, who can eat them first, to, like finish them. And uh, you know, he's he's putting them away, and f- he finally finishes. He beats the other two guys. He's like, right back!" You know, and uh, out of nowhere, Curtis Axel just shows up. He says, yeah,
0: buddy, yeah." Nice.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so check it out if you get the chance. It's pretty funny. He's,
0: he's like, he's more charismatic than they ever let him show, like originally. Yeah. And like, sort of in hindsight, it feels like. As it was happening, I I I felt like, well, I don't know where they could go with this guy right now. Mm-hmm. But sort of in hindsight, I feel like they missed the boat on the guy. You know, like yeah.
1: if they would let if they would let him do what he's doing on Twitter, on YouTube, and all that, and on the on the you know, network on the program. Right. He would definitely start getting a better reaction from the crowd. And that's one of the things that I feel like WWE isn't capitalizing on. Like they're having so many good moments that they're passing up on. You know, like the popularity of Cesaro leading up to the night after WrestleMania. Like that was a huge chance to capitalize on that. The uh the Big E, uh Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston trio, uh that they had the chance to, you know, they, they well, suppo- got...
0: Supposedly, they only pump the brakes on that. They haven't cut the brake right. a lot. Like, it's coming, they just pump the brake.
1: Yeah. But like, you know, that got people talking, like, instantly. Um, you know, there's just been so many things... It's, that... it's
0: never been their strong suit. It's never been... It's at least, you know, recent memory serves to say that if you get over when you were not designed to be getting over, it's always a problem for
1: you. Right.
0: And I I, I don't
1: understand why that is. Like, you know, if you're doing something to get a reaction,
0: capitalize on it.
1: Capitalize yeah. on it. Yeah, that's that's the main I goal. I guess that
2: proves that they they're gonna do what they want to do. They I mean, pretty much. Unless there's thing. like a
0: huge
1: backlash, like there was for Daniel Bryan. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna be getting. And it's
0: rare that and there it's rare that there's that one guy that everyone can rally behind. Yeah. So that's only gonna bite him in the ass so often. You know, right? Like everyone loved Bryan from your fucking like. Do we be internet fans to your little kids? Fucking everyone's sort of united behind Brian mm-hmm. because he was just that good and he was just that. He felt so genuine, you know. Yeah. So, but that's not going to happen with like every other guy
1: who, yeah. who they fell to capitalize on. But I mean, like it's one of these things where you know wrestlers come and go. You know, sure. everyone wants to be champion. Sometimes you can't do it. You know, that's just that's sure. just how the world is. There can only be one. You know, guy to hold the belt. So why not in that time capitalize on what you've got you know like people are always looking back oh this was my favorite moment oh this was it you know and it wasn't necessarily them being champion like oh your championship reign was you know unparalleled that was the best part of your career it was the oh i remember when you did this or oh i remember you did that like i feel like this you know th- there comes opportunities every once in a while and they just let it just fall away and I feel like, you know, they're not going to be here forever. Why not let them capitalize on it for two, or, two or three months, however long it rides? Like, like when Zack Ryder was hugely over, and they gave him that run, but then they just cut the legs out. Well, they
0: they they took their su- sweet ass time getting to get let him. Yeah. Have his fifteen minutes. Uh, yeah. And they probably really didn't give him fifteen. They probably gave him more like seven. Yeah. But like you know, for the for that time that he. Sure.
1: You know, the emotion that the crowd had whenever he won the title, given it was in his hometown or his home state, you know, that was pure. That was pure emotion. Like, like
0: I I was never as high on Zach Ryder or even a guy like Dolph Ziggler as as most people are, but I still, like, I still would say like if they're fucking over, they're fucking over. Like yeah, you got to yeah. capitalize on it. Like I'm not saying right. Yeah, I'm not saying put the belt on the guy. Right, but, right, right.
1: Like have him be on TV. Have yeah, him yeah, go sure. out and be what got him over with the crowd. Sure. So I don't know. They're just no. Nope, doesn't work that way. I mean, if, if if you're not in the cards of what they're playing, just, I mean, pack your bags and go home because you ain't gonna be doing or that. you here. can stay with the company and just really don't do too much. Yeah, I mean. You know, everyone. You know, they keep saying, "Oh, Cesaro's going to be an up-and-comer guy." You know, just give him a little more time. Well, it's been five months since WrestleMania, and he's. You know, yeah, I mean
0: that's a total botch on their part. They totally fucked that up. They had a real mm-hmm. good thing fall in their lap, and they just were like, "No, mm-hmm. we're more invested in this other stuff."
1: The same thing with Bray Wyatt. Like, he had so much. They had so much potential. I feel like they had
0: a plan for Wyatt. They just fucked it up. I think yeah. there's a difference between. Cesaro got super fucking over, and they're like, "No, we're not interested in pulling the trigger on this." Mm-hmm. Wyatt they brought in with a plan, they just fucked the plan up, and they're yep. like, "We don't know what to do now." And, and then he just lost all his momentum. Yeah, I think I, I do think there's a difference. I right. feel like they had intentions to do big things with Wyatt, it just didn't catch on fire like mm-hmm. they thought it would.
1: It's just, it's just sad to see like them cut the legs out from someone like that. You know, sure. in any situation, whether they dropped the ball or they just didn't pull the trigger, it's just. It's really sad to see because there could be so many entertaining moments, you know, that the crowd would love. But they just don't do it. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Jack Swagger does end up defeating uh, Curtis Axel. Uh, and during the match, Bo Dallas comes out and he sets up a few chairs and he calls some people up on the stage. Uh, and as soon as the match ends, Bo Dallas gets on the, uh, on the microphone and is like, hey, you know, you... You won this match, but you let down so many other people. You remember the 18 million people that you let down, or however many? And he was like, here's three of the people that you let down. This guy, he's a farmer, and he bet some of his money. He bet a month's salary. Yeah. He bet some of his money that you were going to win, and you lost. And so he went double or nothing, and he lost again that you would win. And he ended up losing his entire farm. He oh, bet no! the farm on
0: you. though." So, like, who the fuck would put money on Jack Swire? <laughs> what what no cracked me up thinking. was... Who's betting
2: money on something that's predetermined? <laughs> what cracked me up was the second guy. He's been deported or something like yeah. that. And you can see Jack Swire's like, get out of here. <laughs> no, that, one, yeah, that, that
3: was, was him Zep. and Zep. They're like, get the fuck out of here. They're like, in. good, get yeah, out Zep. of here. We yeah, don't Zep, need you. <laughs> so messed up. Go back to Italy, <laughs> motherfucker.
1: Wow. So I'm not
0: sure how I felt about it. Like, Part of me was like, this is a pretty fucking hokey, but part of me was like, it's sort of interesting if, um, if, if, uh, Bo was going to do the, the, cult leader from the other side of the coin than Bray does. Like oh he's like God. he's like, you know those guys that like uh there's like self-improvement life guys like he is. Yeah. You know, they're like mm-hmm. people just bought, waste all that money oh going God. to fucking seminars and yes. stuff. So I thought they were gonna like build him an army like they did his brother, but like he's like the flip side of the cult, right? So, Bray is the dark. He is the light. Sure. You know? Well they're both I mean he's also a bad guy, but he's like the other you know like he's the other tinted light. Right,
3: right.
0: He's the black light. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was a little hokey, but I was like, it could be interesting if they try to make it like this huge following, like people, like you know. <laughs>
1: and people have been clamoring for like, let's see, let's see, Bo and Bray interact. Like, what other way could you have it than having you know my following versus your following? Can
0: you imagine like an army of like backwoods rednecks versus uh, like a like an army of like middle middle class like schlubs with like desk <laughs> jobs who are unhappy with their I'm life? I'm a construction worker, and I believe. I'm thinking like I'm I'm thinking like like people who answer phones for a living or do like fucking I work at a call station and yeah. I believe Right, like how can I direct your belief? They've all got their khakis and their little fucking polo <laughs> shirts on versus like, you know, your creepy rednecks come
1: out in khaki pants, white white shirt and a tie. Sweater vest, yeah. Sweater oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just p- modern picture of middle middle class. So uh <laughs>
3: That would be pretty interesting.
0: Think like Mean Street Bossy, but, no. <laughs> but not as big as those dudes. And no like, highlights. Like, yeah, like skinny dudes and <laughs> ladies. All you have to do is believe! Colt so. versus cult. Book it, Vince.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and for the two weeks that that feud would happen, it would be very entertaining. It'd get the world talking. So, um, yeah. Next up, we got to see uh, Adam Rose going up against Gator Baby, Titus O'Neil. With Slater at ringside.
2: Look, this guy's lost everything. Who? Uh, Adam Rose. It's oh, like, yeah.
1: The only thing that's over
0: is his music now, I guess. His entrance. Um, he's totally a fucking heel. Like, he's like, his bunny even instigated that shit he with Slater. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. was thinking that. I'm like, dude. I told you guys this dude's a fucking he's, heel. He's growing the facial hair, you know? <laughs> yeah, and he's, you know. I told you, like, it plays more naturally into being a heel, I thought. And uh, it was totally like, I'm just here to party. Right. I, I sort of like this. And trash your place. I sort of like this because, I mean, it's it's in line of the whole Slater Gator dynamic. Of you like it more
1: because you were right.
0: <laughs> right about what?
1: About Adam Rose being here.
0: Oh. well. It, I, <laughs> guess. I really like this. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, like, I like the Slater Gator dynamic still mm-hmm. of them, like, losing because they're not getting along. Or Because they're, you know, fucking each other up, or uh, uh, uh. more specifically, Slater's fucking uh, gator ever. Uh, yeah. But, uh, gator, I like how I, I like when uh, Titus does his bark, like <laughs> he has the little, like, <laughs> the whiny, the whiny uh, bark or whatever. Yeah. And Titus kind of gave him that look, like, what the hell are you doing? That's yeah. that's mine. He was even laughing when the fucking like uh, rabbit was like <laughs> d- double legged him and fucking went for some punches. <laughs>
1: I did I did see one meme that that made me chuckle um, and it was uh a picture of you know the back of the rabbit and he slater he's slater's standing there you know arms out and uh someone photoshopped a, a box of tricks in his hands and he's like silly rabbit tricks are for kids and then you, in the next picture it shows the rabbit like <laughs> arm up getting ready to punch him as he's on top of him
0: he's like give me that fucking cereal so um I lo- I like Slater Gator a lot I think they have potential but sort of weird. I don't know. I don't know how how far Slater was gonna get when those couple of wins. Anyway, like I don't mm. know how, how what that was gonna do for him. So I guess it's all for the best. But I, I like them as, together though.
1: Yeah, they they have good chemistry
0: together. So this fucking getting good, y'all. For real, he's getting good. Oh. He looks. He looks like skinny Mark Henry, not because they're he's also black, but he's like <laughs> he knows he's he, also bald. Yeah, he's. He looks fucking vicious like yeah. whenever he just, I he's mean, cut. well, not just like he's a buff dude, but he's fucking like when he does, he does moves that look fucking nasty. Like yeah. just his backbreaker just looks fucking like he's trying to kill it, like, <laughs> you know, and that's I think we need more than pro wrestling. Like dudes that look like they want to fuck people up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Titus and Hill's getting good, man. For real. I like I'd, I'd
1: like to see more from Slater Gator. So, yeah. Especially since Titus is on my stable team.
3: Hurrah, hurrah, hurrah.
1: So, good stuff. But Adam Rose ends up getting the victory after a roll-up because the bunny attacks Slater. So, uh, then we got another one of those Growing Up Bella segments. And then we got to see Rusev going up against uh, Zack Ryder. Uh, this was just a quick uh, quick little squash match. Uh, Rusev picks up the win. And then uh, he is chased off by Mark Henry, who says, you know, you're coming out running your mouth, and uh, I've decided to open up an international hall of pain, and you're going to be the first inductee. So, um So, good stuff from Mark Henry.
0: Underrated promo. Most underrated promo in the business. Yeah. I'm sure.
1: Listen to my words, boy. Why you running? Why you scared? (laughs) Bitch. Next up, we got to see Stephanie McMahon come out, and she invites Nikki Bella out saying, hey, congratulations, you get a Divas title shot. Nikki's like, oh my God, all my dreams have come true. And then Bree comes out, and she's like, hey, we got an unfinished business, and... Then AJ comes out, and then Paige comes out, and... It was weird. Yeah, it was so... The delivery was just so bad. The the situation was awkward. Um, You know, Nikki tries to get Bree to quit, and so she's like, I'll forgive you if you quit. So Bree starts to turn around like she's going to walk out, and Nikki just continues to berate her, and then Bree gives her a push, and that knocks her out.
0: Knocks them all out.
1: Knocks them all out, Yeah. So, the power of Brie, I guess, is unquestionably strong. Brie mode. Uh, so, it was just painful. It was so painful to I don't watch. know what
2: they were trying to establish with, like, bringing them all. I guess they're hinting
1: Fatal 4-Way or something. Yeah. Some kind of match between them all. So, I don't know. Doug, what did, what did you think about this?
0: Well, like. The, specifically the Bellas part or the other uh, stuff? Well,
1: I mean, the whole, the whole segment. We kind of sort of talked
0: about both sides of it, really. Yeah. The AJ Stephanie, like, playing the seed for that seemed sort of interesting, and yeah. the Bellas stuff was the Bellas stuff.
2: It was kind of funny that uh, there was a chance to seeing him punk for a little bit. If you just ignore that shit, it'll go away. No, it won't. <laughs> well, that segment, it did. They didn't pay well, no see, mind.
0: They, see, they do yes for Bree sometimes, too, but that feels less condescending than the CM Punk. CM Punk is almost feels like they're like f- We still bl- remember. What? Never forget. To me, it feels like they're blaming her in like a way. I mean like misguided blaming her and for some like weird way. It, to me it feels like they're fucking with her or they're like is their way of fucking with her no. the chance. CM Punk. When they do Brie, it feels like they're it feels less like condescending. I don't mm. I don't know. It just I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's just how it feels.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's more of just a we still remember that he's he once wrestled for the company and so we're going to chant this at his wife because that's when we remember.
0: Yeah, I mean, it sort of sucks. I, I thought all those people like AJ anyway. Like, mm-hmm. why why is she only going to be remembered for, or why are you only like associating her with who her husband is? Like, if you yeah. like AJ, like fucking chant for AJ. Like, why are you why does it matter who she's married to? I don't know. Because people are stupid. Yep.
1: But which, by the way, speaking of uh, CM Punk and AJ Lee, did you guys hear about the uh, the phone hacker that has been making headlines?
0: I saw something that Uh-oh. said Punk tweeted tweet that picture and I'll block you or something. Yeah, I don't. But I didn't see the picture and I didn't. I sort of like read it quickly and as I was doing other stuff mm-hmm. and like so. Uh, Basically, Give me the whole
1: thing. Okay. okay, basically, over the course of the weekend, over Labor Day weekend, there was a hacker who managed to get into the iCloud, uh, you know, for iPhones. Okay, he hacked a bunch of celebrities, posted their inappropriate pictures online. Nudes. Yes, Jennifer. I saw Lauren- something. about There was that. Jennifer Lawrence and you know a few others that. Oh, so that's that managed- what that was about. Yes. Okay. Um, and he also got into CM Punk's phone and posted pictures from the wedding that was on his phone. There was only I think two pictures and there was you know them standing together and then cutting the cake. Um and so apparently he didn't want those pictures posted and so that's what the whole tweet was sure. you know if if you send out this How did picture, he know
0: who was going to whatever? Hm? How how would he know?
1: I guess he just saw it and people started bringing it up to him. And so Oh,
0: he meant like anybody if you tweet this at all. Yeah, I'm if he, if, if
1: I see this from you being sent out and I get attached to it, you're instantly being blocked from me.
0: Okay, that makes more sense. I interpret in my stupid head was like he knew the person who had it. and If they tweeted, he was gonna block. it's like, just block the dude anyway. You know yeah. who has it, but no. Okay, but,
1: but anyone who shared the picture, he would he would block. Right. So I guess you just you know search CM Punk and if it shows up, sure. you just click on him and block him. So, but uh, yeah, really it's nothing
0: risque. Just no, just wanted his private shit to remain right, private. Okay. Exactly. So, Fair enough. I mean, um, hey, that's his right. I mean he's yeah, not he's yeah. not in the public eye anymore. Right. Or for the most part not. Yeah.
1: I mean he's doing his own thing. No right. so. nudes, man. No nudes, yeah. So
0: who are all who all got nudes? <laughs>
1: <No laughs> I like how you're pulling out your phone. No. Uh I mean there were there were a few celebrities and they have since, I believe, been taken down and FBI oh. is now investigating and Apple has issued an apology and Get some fixed, weird nude pictures, fixed man. the glitch and there was there was even one celebrity who said like I deleted those pictures like two or three years ago so I don't know how they got them but that's kind of creepy. It's,
3: I don't know.
2: I'll say with the internet and different phone, even if you delete, it, it's still kind of yeah. Weird.
1: There's always that. Is it really deleted or you know?
2: There was some weird funky ones like someone's like junk like on someone's shoulder
0: or something like that. that
2: what?
0: Is that a new Vine idea?
2: It's probably a new Vine. Oh idea. god.
0: Well, like stop motion. Like you'll sit right there and I'll teabag you this shoulder. And then we'll stop motion, tee-back to this shoulder, and we'll go like back and forth like a flicker.
1: Like, <laughs> let's do it. Oh God! Anything for fame, huh, Tyler? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: so, uh, next matchup, going going back into Raw. Next matchup, we got to see Goldust going up against Jimmy Uso. It wasn't a tag match because uh, Jay Uso uh, is selling the leg injury that he, you know, injured last week. Uh, they showed recap of that as well. Uh, Goldust ends up getting the victory, um, and then uh, they
2: try to apologize. Yeah,
1: they tried to apologize, and the Usos were having none of that. Uh, apparently, they tried to apologize on SmackDown and attack the Usos. So um, you know,
3: hills.
1: They were, so yeah, so they're like, we're not falling for that again. So screw you and your apology. Um, Give us the fucking cosmic key. Yeah. So um, so yeah, but. Goldust ends up getting the victory, and then after the match, uh, Stardust attacks Jey Uso, or that happened actually during the match, uh, and that led to the end. Uh, then they attack Jey Uso by Stardust using a chair to hit Jey Uso on the leg and have him screaming in agony and pain. And I don't know. What, uh, what do you guys think about this uh, this feud, the Golden Star versus Uso's feud that's happening?
0: I'm not into it. I don't think this is the best thing it offers. Yeah, I don't like. uh I don't like the Stardust thing at all. Stop.
2: I wonder if they're think they're like okay, Goldust was a success.
1: Let's try to make that.
0: Mm. Yeah, Goldust is brother. fucking awesome, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend was like, I don't like the Stardust. I like him whenever he had the mustache. <laughs> yeah, so.
0: they were fine as is, just as Cody. Mm -hmm. they got cold because they took the titles off them. Not just took the titles off them, they took them off fucking TV. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know, I thought they were fine then. I'm not a big Cody Rhodes fan, but Goldust, I think it's fucking awesome, but they sort of cock-blocked them, I don't know.
1: Yeah. So what can you do? But uh, that takes us us into the main event. Uh, Six-man tag match. Um, John Cena, Roman Reigns, Chris Jericho going up against Kane, Seth Rollins, and Randy Orton. Um, tag me in. Tag me in. This was another thing that I that I didn't like about Raw is that um, it was the moment when Jericho hits the code breaker on Seth Rollins and they cut to commercial as he's like starting to go for a pin. Like I don't know. Like I said, it, it, there was just something about Raw that felt off. The you know I I could I was not standing the commentary. I could not take it. Um, it was just I don't know. Like I think I think I was just boiled over from the. Nikki and Bree interactions that, you know, I was just like, I'm done with the commentary. I can't take what they're saying. And then they go to commercial after, you know, a quote, finish your move. And so it's like, what are they doing? You know, like they're off their game tonight or something.
0: Well, I feel like there's two sides to that. I feel like, and I'm not saying this is you, but I'm saying you can't, I don't think that you can complain that, they, a guy will take a powder and then they'll go to commercial like it's real obvious and set up. And then also complain, the flip side of that is that if you want it to feel spontaneous and not feel like it's planned that when the guy rolls out, yeah. they get a break. Then you can't also or they always
1: complain. throw them out to the outside the ring. Oh, right. time to go to commercial. commercial. Right.
0: The, then you can't also complain that something happens in the middle of the action because it's the flip side of the same argument. Right. And so that's true. I don't know. Like it's do you. To me, I'd i rather see the most amount of action as I can. Right. So, like, I don't have necessarily a problem when they do the obvious, like, I'm taking a powder and we're going to get a commercial.
1: Right. I don't know. It just feels like, I know, you know, quote, back in the day, you know, they would take breaks during a commercial, uh, during a match. But I feel like they do it in every match now, with the exception of, like, you know, the two or three minute squash match, diva match, or something like that. And that bothers me. Like... I know whenever it was Monday Night War or uh, Raw is War and all that, you know they'd be like, "Folks, we got to take a commercial break. We apologize. You know, we'll be right back." And you know, and they they went into commercial, but I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I just don't like it. <laughs> and I know that if I wanted to fix the problem, I could download the app and watch what happens and all that. But I don't know. I just don't like the whole second screen option. But I don't know. I don't either. It's just too distracting. Um,
2: it I want to really watch her. Me, you
1: know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not down with trying to watch the app and the show at the same time.
1: Yeah, like you're just gonna distract people even more from what's going on. Yeah. So they're gonna be like, oh, that raw wasn't too bad. But like, well, what happened? Oh, I don't know. I was watching my iPhone while I was trying to watch TV. So, it was nuts. But um, you know, at the, at the end of the match. Cena was begging to be tagged in because Jericho's getting his ass handed to him. Finally gets tagged in. Cleans house. Um, gets ready to put everyone away. Tags Roman Reigns in so that he can stare at Triple H saying, you know, you're going to put me in the main event. I'll see Brock Lesnar at Night of Champions. Bitch. Um, Roman Reigns gets the win. Um, faces win. Happy times. Yay. Close the show. So, um, anything to really take away from the matchup? No. No. It was okay. okay. So, um, Yeah, I thought it was kind of weird that Triple H and Stephanie were, you know, ringside for this match. Well, they
0: said that he was going to reevaluate who the number one contender was, and that's the purpose of having them all in the same match, so you could watch them all, like from the the highlight reel thing. That's what they said then, and then so that's why they were out
3: there. Okay,
2: we got to get the title off
3: Brock.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so there you go. That's pretty much how we closed out Raw. Um, There were a lot of. Bad things that I didn't. There, there were a lot of things that I did not like, but there were a couple things that you know you can still take away as a positive. So,
0: um, so yeah. I was fine with it. I thought it was uh, uneventful, but you know not too not bad as as much as I felt like I heard people saying it was.
1: Yeah. So um, so yeah. So that's pretty much how we close out Raw. Uh, time to move on into some hot topics that we have. Apparently, it's been announced that Jerry Springer is set to appear on next week's Raw. Uh, apparently he's going to be doing some sort of interaction between Nikki and Brie Bella. Don't so, care. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You replaced Jerry not Lawler because of the with Jerry Springer,
0: and not because of the Bellas. I just don't care. Yeah. Jerry, so. Uh, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry.
1: So that's going to be interesting. Um, they also invited a, an NFL player. I forget his first name, but it's something Smith. Um, i don't know who that is yeah i know you guys aren't, in, aren't they don't, uh, no, don't care they invited him to come on raw because he was i thought he was gonna come or something. yeah uh, they invited him they didn't say this guy's coming next week i don't know who he is. but uh he's reportedly uh-huh. signing with the dallas cowboys so don't really look forward to, to seeing him on there um or you know don't anticipate it i should i should word it
0: differently. Yeah, i don't care about football like and i'm not i'm not like talking to, i'm just saying like
1: but they, like, that's, that's not, not a draw
0: for me to watch the show. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not watching the show because we are going to have an NFL date on.
1: And, you know, that's another thing that concerns me is like, they had, you know, this wasn't the strongest Raw that they've ever, you know, that they've had in a while. Um, you know, they've had a lot better episodes in weeks past. Um, Monday Night Raw is start or I'm sorry, not Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Football is starting next week. And that is their ratings killer. Like, that, they beat them, they beat Raw. In the ratings, every week,
0: Unless, it's, it's not a factor for me though. Like, uh, like because I'm never gonna watch Monday Night Football. There's not right. no matter how like it, think of the like the absolute worst raw could be for you, mm-hmm. and I'm watching the and and I'm watching that over football every fucking time. Right. So it's not a factor for me. So I,
1: I don't but there, know. But there are a lot of male demographics that sure. that will switch over. Um, and you but know,
0: my my thing is that is like. Have when's the last time they were ever beating the NFL in ratings?
1: Yeah. I mean I don't know. I just feel like they need to come with a stronger game than they did this week. Um to to keep people saying, Oh, you know, uh I need to keep checking in on what's going on over at Raw.
0: Like I totally don't give a fuck in the least. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm not even gonna I'm not like a flip back and forth or I'm like, it's on Raw and that's where it's gonna be till Raw's over. But you're so I mean, told me from your you weigh in from your you like football and wrestling, so like it's never gonna fucking matter to me. Well, so thing, I don't understand them.
1: the thing for me is that I'm more exclusive to like one or two teams that I'll watch. Yeah, um, and so there's only going to be one or two games that I'll be switching over to on Monday night. You know, I'm still going to be watching Raw every week, but you know, when they go to commercial or you know, if I'm not digging a certain match, I'll switch over and watch it, or I'll DVR Raw and and watch it as well. Um, so that's, you know, that's not going to be a big issue for me. Um, but there have been a lot of people who have been craving football since it ended, you know, uh, since the Super Bowl. So
0: see, I don't, me personally, I don't understand.
1: I mean, it's the same. They have, they have the same passion for football as no, you no, no, do no. for, uh, for, for wrestling. I understand that. Yeah.
0: But what I'm saying is me personally is why are they concerned with how to, cause I don't feel like. I understand people like football. I understand people like wrestling. I understand some people like football and wrestling. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're so... Is it only because of the time slot? Because they they say all the time how they don't consider UFC competition. And me, personally, I think there's a lot more possibility for a crossover between UFC and pro wrestling. Yeah. So why would you so blatantly disregard who I actually could reason that would be your competition other than something that I don't feel like translates quite as well or at all for me, really, is it just strictly time slot? I would me? think
1: so. Yes, I would think you know, lower ratings looks bad for the shareholders. They want to get out. And like, hey, you guys aren't pulling your weight. You know, two months ago you were pulling these numbers. Don't doesn't matter why. This week you're not pulling these numbers. Doesn't matter why. You know, and so th- I mean that's all it is. When they had a bo- bu- uh, a low buy rate. For for a pay per view that they put on, that they built towards, they just blamed it on someone. You know, they blamed it on The Miz. They blamed it on Daniel Bryant. So they're probably going to blame low ratings next week on someone else. You know, it's just one of those things. Like, it it has nothing to do with the product, which they should still be giving people a reason to tune in. Yeah,
0: I'm not excusing, like, bad, bad quality product. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like, for me, I just. It doesn't matter, or and yeah. I don't get it. Other than I guess it's the same time slot,
1: so yeah. that's why. The- I mean, it's they both start at seven. They both run until about ten. You know, after ten, so they're they're going head to head. So.
0: But do they ever? Do they ever? Have they ever beat them? And when's the last time it was even a thing?
1: Um, I don't know. It. Is I, it I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about football,
0: system. but I swear I've heard people say that. Monday night football is like the most watched show on TV. Period.
1: Yeah, I mean, when it comes to the championship games, the Super Bowl is like right up there with the World Cup. You know, like everyone in the world is watching. So, not everybody. Well, you you know, (laughs) you know, but
0: um. So if they can't beat it, then what's the why are they? My point is like, if you can't beat it, even when you bring your A game, why aren't you just? What's the what's the point? I mean, they need
1: to focus on maintaining their current viewers
0: sure they, they and, should always be not just because it's money night football season
1: right rather than you know getting people to be like okay well if you're bringing in you know the the problem that i'm having right now is that they're wanting to bring in a football player
0: don't care
1: nfl's not going to call wwe saying hey can you can, you, can we get you know Brock Lesnar, can we get John Cena? Can we I don't get know. They him? give
0: all those fucking teams belts and shit all the time.
1: Exactly, but it, like again, I don't care. It doesn't
0: matter yeah. if fucking me, but but
1: it's like you know, WWE is knocking on NFL's door, not the other way around. Well, yeah. sure, if they're the so, high, yeah.
0: if they're the top dog, then they're not knocking on yeah. anyone's door.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like they're gonna need to bring a better game. Like I I don't I don't think that this was enough to have people say you know i am I'm, I'm okay skipping on on monday night football my teams aren't playing so i'll watch raw you know other other than that it would be like oh football yes it's back i'm gonna watch it with my buddies we are gonna drink some beer and all that you know so i mean football is a big deal here so and anyway. but uh so yeah but uh also taking place this Saturday back to hot topics uh Hurricane Pro going to be taking place. So if you're in the southeast Texas, southwest Louisiana, head on out to the Beaumont Civic Center come check it out. We might be out there as well. So good times for that. Um also Total Divas, I know Canada, though, Raj Singh? Yes, they did. Uh former WWE member Raj Singh known as Gender uh, Mahal will be uh at Hurricane Pro. So really cool stuff. So uh and I know Tyler and Doug are excited about what's happening this Sunday. The return of Total Divas season three. It's
0: gonna be interesting. We'll yeah. See how
1: it turns out.
0: Well, they've already sort of shown a little trailerish thing, and it seems like they have very current footage in there. Did you see that? No. It feels like it looks. They showed up.
1: the Nikki attacking Brie at Summerslam. Right.
0: Though. Yeah. That's what. It, that's what it was. Wow. Yeah. So it's very current. So they're they're answering your you're too far behind. Hmm. Possibly. Maybe. Who knows.
2: Mm-hmm. So that's a sign of They've Daniel com- needs
0: to watch it. They mm-hmm. complied with what Daniel wanted, yeah. So they're 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 considering you a viable viewer. Well, so if can-
2: you don't want to watch it by yourself, you got your girlfriend to watch She'll it. She'll watch it. I'm yeah, not you can watch it with their comforter.
0: No. <laughs> I'll comfort
1: her other times. <laughs> so uh, they're think,
0: vying for your viewership, man.
1: That's Come fine. Uh, so with that being said, it's time to move into Van the Van Q and a. a portion of the show. Your Van Van questions. A. Our answers. First question coming to us from Thomas Javiloson. son. drop it, drop it, low son. <laughs> Say. What was that? It kind of went up on the end. Uh, low, son. So uh, Tom, Thomas uh. says, "Hey guys, been an interesting couple of days as I went to my first Comic Con uh, for two days during the weekend. It was awesome. Uh, got I a saw brand some new pictures with him and
0: some ladies Ooh, on baseball. Lady
1: killer, dropping them panties." um so saying uh today i got a brand new laptop after uh one of my older brothers in a blast of frustration slammed the screen of my last one the same brothers he was putting over a couple of weeks ago yep uh and he said he whacked it after it froze uh, my question to you guys is do you have any siblings and if so what is some of the worst stuff they either did to you or you did to them uh when you were kids
0: I do. I have a sister. I am the oldest. Uh, I just have one sister. She's five years younger than me.
1: Worst thing you ever did to her or worst thing she ever did to you?
0: We're actually pretty chill. Like we don't fight. Like I think we're further enough away in age that we don't really fight a lot. Uh, I do remember like one time when I was, she may have been, I may have been like 12 and maybe she was like seven or something. And she was like I was trying to play basketball in the driveway, like shooting hoops, and she would kept rolling, like riding her bike in a circle underneath the thing. And I was getting really pissed off, and I threw the uh, the basketball. It was a pretty good shot. I mean, it was a dickhead thing to do, but I threw the basketball purposely to where it would lodge in between the seat and the back tire, and it <laughs> did. And she like fucking like ate shit off of it. so <laughs> That's probably the meanest thing I've ever done to her. Okay. That's not too bad, actually. Though. Yeah,
1: considering considering what some, some siblings will do to each like, other. Like
0: we were, we've never like
1: never had that big
0: yeah blow up. Yeah, we've never it's just we've never been like close enough in age to have that kind of a thing, you know.
1: Okay, that's yeah, I totally understand that. How about you, Tyler? Um,
2: I have a sister that's four <laughs> years older than me, and uh, four or five. When we were uh, younger, she was a tomboy so uh she didn't take any shit off anyone but when i would give her like crap or anything like that she would come after me and beat my ass <laughs> she uh, beat you there was like one time like i was running away from her and like i forgot i like ran to this room and like tried to jump the bed she grabbed me she got on top of me and just start wailing on me and stuff like that <laughs> damn but also i remember one time i don't know what age I, I was and i don't know what age she was but like i was just like I don't know what I was doing. I was just flailing my arms, ah, right around, like kicking around. She was like, "Makes she was, sense. I can
1: see what <laughs> happened. He was 22, <laughs>
2: and she was laying on the floor, like her stomach's on the floor, and like she, uh, I guess, yeah, she had her uh like arms arms and over hands. there. She's watching TV. I'm propping herself my up legs on around, her. And I go whoop boom! And I kicked her right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I didn't even do it on purpose. Her glasses go flying, and she's like crying. She gets up, and then she started chasing me. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs>
1: Yeah, interesting. Wow, so kicked in the face. So she beat you up, and you kicked her in the face. <laughs> her in the face. Uh, all right, I I have an older sister, six years older. So we got four five and six. Um, uh, older sister, similar to Doug. We're we're too spaced out to really have any like, you know. It's not like
0: we're both teenagers at the same time. Exactly. We're like at each other's throats, or
1: right. You know. Um, probably the she never really did anything bad to me. Um.
0: See, that, I had to think really hard for that one. That yeah. was, like, the one thing that stuck out that I was a total dick like about. Like,
1: the one thing that I can think of that I did wrong to her was that, like, I told her crust that she liked her, mm-hmm. she liked them, mm-hmm. and, like, that's it, I she think. Goes, that's all I can think of.
0: Like, I, I used to, like, try to convince her, like, that... Because, you know, there's that cartoon Doug. like, when we were yeah. younger, and I would, like, convince her that I got to, like, because she was so much younger than me, she, I would be like, yeah, when you go to bed, like, I get to go, they fly me in a plane to go record <laughs> the uh, thing. That's awesome. She was young enough to believe. It. I mean, she was kind I mean, you know, she was like, no, but you could tell she was kind of like. She see, really? You know, Maybe. I- he's, he's that
3: dog? Yeah.
2: Uh, That's cool. It was another thing. She didn't do it, like, to be mean or anything, but when I was younger, uh, apparently, I don't remember this, but uh, apparently I told my sister, flip me like a ninja turtle, and I don't know what she did, but You're she like flipped monkey me. Monkey flip style? Like- I don't know exactly what happened, but it flipped and, and broke my collarbone. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I don't remember you ever having a burden collarbone.
2: When I was, like, younger, they thought that uh, – they had to call CVS or whatever because they thought my parents were abusing me. CPS, you mean? CVS. CPS? CVS is the pharmacy. <laughs> they
1: called the pharmacy. And they're like, okay. okay. Uh, we prescribed some Advil. The
0: workers at CVS were like, we think he's this kid's being abused. <laughs> Why would they call us? I don't get it. No. They're they're monkey flipping this poor kid like a ninja. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah so man, there you go, Tom, he's this. a lot closer in age to his brother. Right? Yeah. That's probably where all your fighting comes from, I think. Mm-hmm. And why would he break your
1: laptop? That's yeah, that's just fucked up.
0: Listen, you were just putting those dudes over a couple weeks ago. I think I you know. need to regulate on these fools. Have, yeah. one,
1: have a little chat with these guys. So thanks for the question. Uh, next question coming to us from Junior, saying as wrestling fans, we receive criticism from the people around us for enjoying something that is quote and quote unquote fake. Uh, What is your guys' response to whenever someone criticizes you for watching wrestling? Personally, I think it's a double standard, considering most people who criticize pro wrestling for being scripted and predetermined enjoy movies and TV shows themselves that are predetermined.
2: Really? No one really criticizes me because I watch wrestling.
1: No?
0: That's cool. I mean, I I would say the same thing as that everything on TV is fake, but... I'm not like a closeted fan or anything. I'm not like I don't like hide it from people, but Mm. I also don't like go around saying, "Hey, everybody, wrestling." Yeah, but uh, I don't know that people ever like you know call me call me out on it or anything. Yeah,
1: Uh, it's one of those things where you know I've had the discussions with a few people. It's happened, but yeah,
0: I I don't know. Like the way he's making it seem like it's a, a. Recurring people thing. walk up.
1: And, hey, you watch that wrestling? That fake crap, you know. Um, when <laughs> when I first fake. started when I first started dating my girlfriend, we we're like, Hey, what are you into? She's like, I'm into UFC. What do you watch? I'm like, Oh, well, I'm I'm into wrestling. She's like, Wrestling? That you know that that did fake stuff. The
0: thing the common thing is not not just that people they always feel like they need to like like do you, Do you know that it's fake? yeah? They're <laughs> like, like you, you. I mean, did you you know that it's fake? You, right? You know it's fake. right? And you know and like what? And we had that discussion and
1: what I told her is like, you know, I'm I'm glad that you're talking to me about this rather than, you know, a, a casual wrestling fan who's like, shut up, you know, so like, you know, if if they would blow up on her about it, she would be turned away. And I'm like, listen, you know, there's there's a lot more to it than it just being fake. You know, it's it takes a lot of effort, a lot of hard work to get what this is. Um you know, it's years long of storytelling and character development. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's a, it's a male soap opera basically. Um, it's, you know, it's an art form. It is very physical, physically demanding on the people, um, both in the ring and on the road. It takes a lot to mentally be away from family for as long as they are, you know? And so I told her, I was like, you know, if you sit down and watch it with me i'll explain it to you i'll you know I'll, sh- I'll show you some of the stuff that they don't want you to know and you know like whenever whenever they're calling spots to one another and you know so we we did we sat down she gave it a chance um she watched a, an episode or two with me and she's like oh i like this guy oh i don't know i don't like this guy and i you know so i would she explain she loves
2: brock lesnar
1: she hates brock lesnar uh she loves sheamus though uh she likes daniel bryan so um you know, so I got to tell her. You know, here's their here's their character development. Here's how they've gotten to where they are. Um, and you know, she doesn't watch it every week, but she does. You know, if we're if we're laying in bed together or laying on the couch or something like that, she'll watch it with me. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think if I think if you take the time, if you're if the person's willing to listen, you can sit there and explain it to them.
0: Well, it's a double-edged sword because just like all those, there's always those assholes that feel like they're enlightening you like they're you yeah. do know that it's fake right there's also those really awful wrestling fans that give you that bad stigma too like right. the flip side is there are those fans out there and you know you've sat next to them at shows you've yeah. seen them in places <laughs> yeah those people like sort of wrestling <laughs> they sort of run it for the re- regular dudes like us like yeah. you know so it's too i mean there are assholes on both sides really. yeah yeah
1: and it's one of those things where, like, if you can sit down, and explain it to them, and be like, "Listen, the you know the outcomes are predetermined, but there's only so much that you can really quote fake." You know, like whenever you're hitting someone with a chair, you're hitting them. So, you know, they're they're yes, they're falling on a mat, but the mat is only an inch thick, and underneath it is <laughs> solid wood. So, you know, yeah, they're landing on padding, but it's not very thick padding, and you know, it's just, you know it's it's a lot so you know if someone's willing to sit there and you know let you explain it to them uh, that's what i did and you know my boss like you know i've made a mention of it several times my boss is a wrestling fan so we get to talk about it whereas two other of my coworkers, whose offices are right next to mine they're not into it and so you know I'll, they'll they'll ask me a question or two about it you know how how, how can you watch that and i'm like well it's entertainment you know it's every everyone has their things
0: i'm um- I'm certainly not ashamed of being a wrestling fan. No. And I'm not closeted, but I understand where the stigma of the wrestling fan comes from because mm-hmm. I've fucking seen it firsthand a million times. Yeah. They're they're all over the place. Some of that is well well earned.
1: I think if you're if I think if you're an educated fan, you understand what's happening, why it's happening, you know, and you can explain it. Fairly well as to what's going on.
0: I don't even think it's a. I don't even think you have to be like good versus evil. I don't even think you have to be like super knowledgeable. You just have to be like a normal, like regular person about it. You don't have to be like such a fucking. Don't be a dick about it. (laughs) Be a fucking weirdo about it. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Here's the flip side. Like, say you have kids. Like, would you? Do you try to prolong? Hypothetical. You both have kids. I know Mm -hmm. neither of you do, but uh, you try to prolong the. The how like letting them like bask in the, the um uh, believing in it or what like sort of like Christmas and sort of, and, yeah, fairy sort and all when that. when they have questions like how how far do you go in explanation? Um
1: I wouldn't mind, you know, like if they asked me, you know, did he really punch him and like yeah, but you know they're they're working together. Now, right? Okay, you know? here's my thing. Okay.
0: Um Daddy, daddy. Daniel Jr. came out from school today. <laughs> He's six years old. Mm-hmm. So that's kindergarten or something, right? Somewhere well, around. Let's, yes. say fir- let's say first, first grade. grade first yeah, because
1: my dude. nephew is six and he started first grade. He's going up so
0: fast. Daddy, these people at school said wrestling is fake. Is it fake?
1: Hmm.
0: How do you handle this?
1: That is a good question. That's a tough one.
0: Because I want him to believe for as long as he can, right? Yeah. Don't but you steal also it don't want him from.
1: to lose friends because of, you know. Right. Oh my daddy says it's it's real,
0: <laughs> you know. Well, you don't want to make him the weirdo out Show Al. him the clip of that
2: guy crying and say it's still real to me, damn it. You're well, going to let a 6-year-old hear the word damn it? Well, what a parent. It,
0: go ahead, Tyler, step up to the plate. No, daddy, I would daddy. Think,
3: Tyler I for Tyler the longest time. Tyler I would
2: him, you know, um let him believe what he believes, you know. Don't I, I mean, I would I don't know, I wouldn't want to tell him it's fake.
1: Right Turn it line. around on them. What do you think? You know, still and you can tell. Him, okay, well, you know, let's.
0: I want. I want. I'd want him to believe or her. You know, probably he him, or she. Right. Most likely him, but you know what I mean. I'll be <laughs> like, <laughs> but, hey, hey,
2: go talk to your granddad about it. That's my dad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> your dad's <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, he is. It's
2: like, oh no! But when, whenever one time when Daniel Bryan and Kane will fight, like, oh no, Kane's
0: gonna win. <laughs> can't beat that guy but uh yeah i would want them to believe for as long as they're able to believe i think Mm -hmm. like don't steal the magic away right
1: yeah it's i mean that's tough especially if it's like my friends at school said it's fake and now they're outcasting me for it and what should i tell them fuck off (laughs) (laughs) ah fuck those guys you don't care about the best the best story i ever heard friends in the wrestling ring
0: the best story i ever heard about this uh I heard this guy saying he was at a show with his dad one time, and it was, like, old, uh, I don't know. I, I, it had to be the 80s. I think it was, like, Tommy Rich or something, and the guy said that, uh, or, like, it was, like, a street fight or something, and the guy, Tommy Rich had, like, bled all over his T-shirt or something, and, like, uh, in the match, and, they, and the guy's dad, like, like got his hands on the shirt because it was, like, in the mm-hmm. crowd or they were in front row or something, right. and he said his dad held up the shirt to him with the blood on. He says, you know, some people say this is fake. But it's, but it's like, does uh, this look fake to you or whatever with, like, the blood all over Oh, my the God. <laughs> I think that's cool, though. That's kind of like... I mean, it's... I, I don't think I mean, it's that's a morbid. good father-son and
1: bonding moment, but, I don't like,
0: think I don't think that's as, like, morbid as, like, are shock to me. I don't think it's like... I think it's just like, you know... Some people say this is fake, but is this... You know, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was cool.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's a little dark for my liking, but... Okay.
0: But, I, don't, I mean... I, we're probably, we're not talking like six or seven year old. I think the kid may be a little bit older. or
1: something. Okay, it's gotcha. I it was or take him, you know, take him to a local wrestling show and see if you can introduce. Yeah, well, that's a game. gamble. They
3: may yeah. expose the business
0: worse than <laughs>
1: anything you see on TV. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. It's up in the air. But yeah, like I said, you know, if if the person's willing to be up in the air as far as hey, let me explain this to you, then uh, then I would say do that. But I mean, that's what I try and do at least.
0: So uh way well, in a lot of, I would I would be really interested to know to the from the dads out there uh uh-huh. that have kids that enjoy wrestling um how you've handled that situation or yeah. even some hypothetical some maybe future dads what what you would do Right. Situation. Yeah, that'd be good. When do you tell them and uh or you know how far do you go with it? Yeah. Or do you never tell them?
1: So uh it's so fucking that's...
0: real, yo. what are you talking <laughs>
1: about? <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. So, uh, final question, also coming to us from Junior, saying, question two, with the recent ongoing budget cuts, do you see WWE discontinuing to run shows and or live events in world-famous arenas like Madison Square Garden or Staples Center, which presumably can be expensive to rent?
0: No, I don't see them No. I mean, like, even Madison Square Garden isn't, it's only like 15000 or something, right? Or well, not 15000 whatever, it's like not as big as, I think they can sell those places out. I mean, I think they do, right? Yeah, I mean they, they
1: get their money back to be able to afford it. So Yeah. Yeah. You know.
0: I, I, I can't see them not running there. I
1: mean I mean, yeah, they they're probably not gonna come to Beaumont anytime soon, but which is kind of sad, but you know. It it, it depends on and on the market. You know, the Northeast is always really popular for wrestling. So that you know, that's always gonna be a given. Anytime they go to Chicago, New York, Philly, somewhere like that, they're gonna have a good crowd.
0: I think Madison Square Garden's only like 20,000 people or something. Yeah. It's like a basketball. Basketball arenas are different than like, yep. uh, you know. there's like the Toyota Center. Right. You know. So the Staples Center, that's a basketball arena too, right? So it's like yes. your 20,000 seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think they do fine in those buildings, right? Yeah. I, f- I feel like if it wasn't like worth it for them, they wouldn't be doing it.
1: Right. So, uh, so there you go. So, thank you for the questions. Make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube page, WNS Video, also our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Check us out on Twitch TV, twitchtv We're doing uh, live streaming on Wednesday and Thursday nights and occasional weekends as well. And uh, subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast.
2: We're also on Stitcher, uh, BeyondPodPlayer.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source podcast to find us.
0: On Twitter at WNS Podcast, Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel, Tyler's at Tyler underscore He's making go. a mean face about me saying that. I don't give a
1: fuck. He's on the road to a million subscri- a Million followers Suscribers. on Twitter. Subscribers. Yeah. Tyler, yeah.
0: Tyler asked me if I give a fuck that you're mad that I keep saying your Twitter that you're not using.
1: Did you give a fuck? I don't give a fuck. (laughs) So there you go for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler A. Bear. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Because you're Doug. And uh, yeah, So we'll catch you all next week.
3: I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Later.